Well, Caleb burns through all his extra lives, Bernard tries to reboot Maeve, C shoots a load of bullets, but the only thing that seems to have more holes in them than Jay is the fucking plot. 60% of the time, the show makes no sense every time. It's the Watchers on the Couch. Hey, you want me to try the, the show intro? You know? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, Chair Loris, she looks at a chair, she kicks a chair, she sits in a chair. Ooh, want to see how this sits with us? It's the Watchers <laughs> on the Couch. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> We're going to do both. Welcome back to Watchers on the Couch. Today we are discussing season four. No, yes, episode six of season four of <laughs> Westworld Fidelity. I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. Oh, boy, Mike. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So getting into our spoiler-free initial thoughts. I don't know how spoiler-free they are. Mike, I watched this episode as soon as it dropped. And as I'm watching it, I'm really enjoying it. There's two things where I uh, it kind of breaks my suspension of disbelief. It's like, no, nah, this is kind of goofy. But overall, I enjoy the episode. And we're a day late in recording this. So I've had two days to think about the episode since then. And I get more and more pissed off every day that I'm thinking about this episode. <laughs> I, I'm the same way. So on first watch Sunday night, uh, there were so many times where like, I was like, well, huh? Wait a, wait a minute. That doesn't. And then I'm like, ah, da, 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 da. Oh, no, Daniel-san. Ah. <laughs> Just go along for a ride. <laughs> yeah, that's what you have to do. You have to, you can't, you have to turn your brain balls off in order for this show to make sense. Or not. Uh, to make sense. Yes. Not even, not even to make sense, because it's not going to make sense regardless. You just have, to, in order to enjoy it, you have to not think about it past a surface level. Or you only have to be on the lookout for Easter eggs. Yes. So and uh, yeah, and then second watch, I watched it a third time as well, and it's oh my god, it's it's it, it's almost impossible to just go along with the show and just be like, oh yeah, okay, it all makes sense, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> there's there's i could go on and on this whole episode about how much bullshit there is <laughs> it's fucking insane i feel but i feel like this is exactly what goes on with the show since season two because season two and three i feel like by the time we got this far to like episode six mm. we're like there's a lot of things that kind of don't make sense that are uh i'm tired of fucking looking past you know <laughs> Yeah, it's exhausting. Like, sometimes it's definitely, um, there's like a, I think what it comes down to is the writers of this show have like an overall storyline that they're going for, and they know where they want it to go. And any of the fine details or coherency or consistency doesn't fucking matter. All that matters is their end goal story. And like anything else that doesn't make sense, just forget about it. Don't worry about it. Don't think too hard about it. Host biology, not being consistent from one episode to the next is a big one for me. I 100% agree. There's there's even little things in this show, like, so in the after credits about the making of it and stuff, like, mm -hmm. there's a guy who's like, oh, look, I put the Roman world in the background there. Isn't that neat? <laughs> That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Like, 
be a fucking professional. That's not a part of the fucking show. Like I get paying homage to things, but I think it's just one of those things that half of the shit they do in this show is just, Oh, that'll, that'll look cool. Yeah. That'll look neat. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, isn't it? So let's uh, let's let's circle jerk each other around okay. our philosophy 101 class that we took in college that we got to see in and <laughs> make a show around it. It's just disappointing cuz like the production quality is really great in the show and there's a ton of really good actors. So, but I just feel like the writing is kind of lazy and it's the, I don't know, man. There's uh, it's it just disappointing because it could be shown so much better. But I, I feel like it's a that, fucking ABC show. That's like, the thing. No, yes, that is the thing. The and by the way, I mean, like I said, I still like enjoyed the episode when I didn't think about it. And even yeah, as I'm going to shit on this, there's a lot of things that I really like about it. Uh, but there's like some things that just really piss me off. And one of the things is, like Mike said. And it's the writing. It's not it's not necessarily that the writing is lazy. It might be that, but it's more here's the story, here's the philosophy things that we want to touch on and build a story around. It's not that they're being lazy about the inconsistencies or the vagueness or anything like that. It's just that they just don't fucking care about it. Yeah. At least that's what I, I mean. Because you it, can't, you can't go on this long. You can't go four seasons in and have this many plot holes, these many like Chekhov's guns that have never been fired, and like unless you just don't care about it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give him credit. Like this is definitely a hard show to make everything work. Mm -hmm. You know, like some of the things we're we get upset about is like the technology and like, how does that work? How does this work? Like some of those things I think are a little difficult to make happen, I guess, or all work together. But then again, like I, I think they don't make rules for their world because it's easier. Cause yeah. if they make these rules, certain rules for the world, they have to well, stick to then, it and oh, paint themselves. We could do that. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. But who knows? I could be wrong. Maybe uh, maybe they just hire the wrong writer's room. <laughs> maybe Lisa <laughs> Joy and John Jonathan Nolan are just assholes. I don't know, guys. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know you. Maybe you're great people. Yeah. I mean, the, the everything about like the cinematography is great. I mean, it, I think we're suffering from the same thing that we had in uh in other shows that have been recorded since the pandemic it's like everything just feels so fucking empty and like lonely like season three was really bad for that too although i think that most of that was recorded pre-pandemic so who knows well no that definitely was recorded pre-pandemic so that was just a choice they made but this one you definitely feel like yeah. big rooms very few characters and yeah. like a lot of the star trek shows are like that right now and it's kind of a bummer um, but yeah, I thought that, I mean, I technically, fr from a story standpoint, the Caleb stuff was well done. It's a novel idea. I like that kind of, uh, live, die, repeat kind of, uh, storytelling, but <laughs> it's in order to suspend disbelief, the only logical conclusion is that Caleb's a fucking moron <laughs> and it's 
that's disappointing. <laughs> that's a disappointing character <laughs> choice. Yeah. Uh, I like the Bernard stuff. I think I love Uber Bernard with his 60% of the time. It works every time. It's great. The Rebel stuff, though, is dumb. Oh, my God. This was the yes. worst for the Rebel stuff. Very bad. And we'll get into it. Mike, I don't know which, uh, what, like, we normally do, like, most Im- or least important to most important to the show. And there's usually, like, three acts or, like, three storylines to follow. There's only two this episode. I don't know which one you think we should start with, if we should start with the Caleb stuff or if we should do the Francine stuff. Ooh, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it uh, actually matters, to be honest. Okay. I think it's pretty balanced. I think, it, I think both of them are uh, about the same as far as how the story goes. So. All right. Well, we can let's go ahead and start with the Caleb stuff then. So we have Caleb waking up in a cell with Hale. Um, the whole Caleb uh wake up thing. And this whole thing is Hale trying to again figure out what Caleb has that she doesn't have. Like the thing that we're all wondering. Spoiler alert, I'm gonna tell you right now, we don't find out in this episode either. That's oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, he has so, ignorance. That's what it is. Because <laughs> ignorance is bliss. Okay, that's that's what he has. He's eating. The, if you're a dumb dumb, the, the flies can't get to you. <laughs> <laughs> that is everybody's really fucking dumb. That's the problem. Um, yeah. So she tells Caleb that his time is limited. Sets up this giant hourglass. It's a very cool looking hourglass. Um, I don't know what the practicality. Hey, of hey it wouldn't is. it be cool if we put that in there and look really neat, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Yes, I actually like it. It is it's silly, but considering the stark uh, sterility of the of the environment that they're in, it's a good artistic choice that like draws the eye. So I'm I'm with them, but it's it's not like I'm with them. It looks there. great. Yeah, yeah, but it's still kind of stupid. But whatever, where do you get that? <laughs> like you don't go to Pier One and pick up that hourglass. Who the fuck? Made well, that I think Hale Hale can pretty much. 3d print anything i think <laughs> oh that's true so except a good motivation <laughs> caleb wake up we're late for work so caleb's caleb goes into it where's frankie where's my daughter and Hale, like every other viewer of this show is sick to death of hearing about people's daughters so she's there yeah she's alive but she probably won't be for long um so you can shut up about her. Like my kid died. You don't hear me always talking about how he got blown up. So why don't you cool your fucking jet? Is that man? what she's talking about? Is she talking because she does say like, oh, uh, you're not the only person who lost who has lost. Somebody. I think that is what she's talking about. I think she's talking about her uh, Hale's family. That just seems so silly. I don't think so. I, I mean, I think that's the. What's silly about it is so in see. Well, I don't know if it's silly in season three. Hale Loris gets extremely attached to Hale's family and wants to get away with Hale's family. And then Hale's family and Hale get blown up. Both her husband and her son die. And then she goes uh, complete comic book level villain after that at the very end of the season, which is a weird motivation. Well, so is like her whole, whole, whole motivation or at least part of her motivation that like uh, I don't know, is 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 she angry that that sh- her caring about Hale's family was partly in her code, and that's 
makes her angry no, no, feeling? No, 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 no. That, that, no, that's the thing. That's the that's the philosophical aspect of this. It's not that her code made her care about it. It's her living as Hale. It's it's not the it's not the it's not the machine part. It's the what exists beyond the machine that gets that attachment. Similar mm. to um probably what the infection issue that they're having is. Um, except for we'll get into what the infection, what Caleb's excuse for the uh, infection thing is. Sure. But I think it's it's the humanity aspect of being living as a human that that caused that. Now, depending on what you think, I don't know if it's ever clear who actually kills her family. I was talking to somebody and he assumed it was Ciroc that had her family killed. But I always thought it was Dolores because Dolores was cleaning up after herself. Oh, yeah, I thought it was Dolores, too, but I'd have to re-watch that to really know. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with sure you. I thought it was Dolores. I assume so, because she's the direct antagonist of Dolores in the final episode of that season. Mm -hmm. So that's why yeah. I assumed that, but maybe it was never clear. And it's also my theory of why Christina exists in, like, whatever, like, why why Hale would even bother to make a Christina is like, okay, well, now I have control over you. You're in this box. And now you know what yeah. it feels like, even though you don't know what it feels. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, going back to Caleb. Hale informs Caleb that Frankie's alive, and Caleb gloats that, oh, you can't find her. And she's like, oh, no, I, uh, I got somebody uh, that I sent. And we find out what that is, and that's really dumb. That's what, this such a stupid part of this fucking show like does she does she have control of the whole fucking world i would assume so yes she says she and does. even if she doesn't like she has the resources to do that she has the resources how do you, how, you can't find these fucking people uh all right yeah. especially well, where we know where they're at now yep. in this episode yep, yep, their yep, secret yep. base yep 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 Yep, yep. All right, let's continue with Caleb. I apologize. <laughs> so she drops the smoky glass. We find out that Caleb isn't the first iteration, although she mentions that in the in the fidelity, not the fidelity episode, the one where we he's being tested for fidelity. And so I'm completely wrong about my Caleb not being a host theory and thinking that this is still human Caleb that she's fucking with through his implants. Um, although I think my idea was better <laughs> because again. The implant thing with Maeve, Chekhov's gun, like you call attention to it and it never, I'm, well, I mean, I guess there's a couple episodes left if there's still a human Caleb around somewhere, but that's a Chekhov's gun that doesn't get fired. And one of many in this show. Yeah. Um. So we see a it bunch of It doesn't yet. Right. So what'll happen is she'll Five use it on a host. Off. <laughs> well, she could use it on a host Caleb and that she could bring him fidelity or something or. I don't fucking, you know what I mean? Like, cause Hale's still printing hosts. So of mm -hmm. Caleb. Yeah. Maybe uh, one of those get out and Hale finds him and he's like, yeah, let me just, I can magically do fucking anything I want for the plot. Well, she can do that without the implants to a host. Mm, I don't know to a host, but is Caleb is like a hybrid, I guess. Does he act an actual host? He, I don't fucking know. I would yeah, assume, well, yeah, that's, that's, that's he's a, a freaking host. He has a brain ball. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, Never they're 3D mind. printing him. Well, we'll get into that because this is this is some of the problems that I have. Um, <laughs> so 
we see a bunch of Caleb's in rooms in various states of fidelity decay. Um, we've got scary face. We have scary. Yeah, we again, Caleb we have, face. We have got. Hell, what'd you do with scary face and Caleb face? They did nothing to you. <laughs> yeah, he looks like got into a scary fight face. Is like, hey, you, you got me a ibuprofen. <laughs> it was a bit of a pain. <laughs> when he's like, he's like, I told me. And I'm pretty dumb, so <laughs> don't don't take I's word for it. <laughs> me not smart like other me. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he he starts after Hale leaves and drops the screen so Caleb can like watch all of his other selves deteriorate. He talks to the one that has scary face, the one that looks like he got into a fight with Wolverine. And uh Point of view, Caleb. I don't remember what his number is. Two seventy eight. Is that what it is? I believe so. Yeah, she's printing two seventy nine at the end of the episode. So let me interrupt you for a second, Tim. So two seventy eight. All right. And Mm -hmm. Hale says that his body is like a temporary body. Like it. That's what the timer's for. It's only supposed to last a few days. He's not in a body that's always going to work. Like, so his brain, it's not his brain that's failing, it's his body. Like, she purposely puts him in this body that is going to, like, self-terminate, in a sense. Does she say that? Over a few days. Yes. I missed that. That uh, that changes a lot of things. Yeah. But who knows? I mean... Yeah, uh, uh, because that's why I think uh, Scary Face Caleb, he's mostly deteriorating, not just like, oh, scratch at himself or, you know, uh, it's not, I don't think it's the same as like James Delos type of uh, thing that was going on with him. That changes everything. And Westworld subreddit, yeah, you deserve to downvote me to oblivion because I was very, I was very adamant that, hey, (laughs) Caleb was just another host. (laughs) So. And that and that Hale never mentioned that she programmed him to deteriorate. But Mike is correcting me, so I deserve my negative eighteen on the subreddit for. Well, I mean, her the way she says it, like I didn't realize it till the second watch, and I'm like, wait, he's a he only has a body that's like he has a body that's going to fail. Like I didn't take it that way. The way she says it, I forgot exactly the words that she uses, but. Anyway, let's go with I, that. The reason, the reason if, I, if, I, I have a vague recollection of that now that we're mm-hmm. talking about it, but the way I took it is when she tells Caleb that he's dead, he's already glitching. Like, he's doing the head jerky thing. I thought, like, his time yeah. was limited because he's failing. Right. Not necessarily. Because that, that's the way I kind of saw it, too. Okay. Yep. That's how right. I saw it the first time I watched it. Okay. And then, but anyway, Okay. 278, 279. Uh, she's been doing this 23 years, right? In theory. Okay. And they well, fail. Think... Like the body fails in a few days. Mm. So 23 years times living life 365 is like 8,000 something. And you divide that by three, it should be like 2,978. Um, versions of him well <laughs> so it might be just another thing that the fucking writers didn't think about there's like whatever it well it could be that she, she could started be taking... right away did she oh well i guess not we don't I would assume that. so 
Did she just keep his? Oh, all right. You know, it's an, yeah. It's possible that she didn't start until she realized that they had an outlier problem and her hosts were killing themselves. No, but she knew that he was an outlier because of when Maeve and Caleb, like, the, the when he died, you know? She knew that he was the problem yeah. then. She knew, and she says he's the first one. She knew then, 23 years ago, that he was the guy. Right, and then whatever reason that original Dolores singled him out as an outlier mm-hmm. in Roa Boehm. So none none of that is clear. We still don't know we still don't know anything about Caleb is basically here's, all right. Here's what I'll just assume. It took her uh, many years to even get to a point where she could print Caleb out. I would, you know? I would agree with that. So and we'll go with that. Yeah. Cause we don't know. There you go. Know. I wrote your fucking show for you. Yeah. You're welcome. Fox. <laughs> yeah. We don't know how long it actually took her to be able to do fidelity testing at all. Right. Okay. And then Bernard says something about how she, you know, Hale does stuff in the sublime and like, I'm thinking she's talking about hosts, but hey, maybe she does with the humans too. And maybe it takes a long time. Hale does. No speed. Hale does stuff in the sublime as in, he he said Hale ran simulations. I don't know. If yes. He basically to make hosts. Right. But I don't know if he specified that she did it in the sublime because she shouldn't have access to the sublime. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I didn't. Sorry. I definitely shouldn't have said sublime. Okay. <laughs> yeah, simulation. So it's like, God damn, what right. else did I miss? Because it's two different things. Yeah. Scratched up Caleb tells Caleb that Caleb told him that he needs time, which leads Caleb to the really gaudy hourglass. He smashes the hourglass. He finds some little cylinder thing. He's dicking around with it. It pokes him and knocks him out. He... <laughs> Like this wasn't an intentional. I'm going to jab myself with this thing. Like he was, he was just dicking around and knocked himself because he's a fucking dummy. <laughs> um, so what that does is it shuts him down or at least puts him to sleep. I don't know what the difference is, but it it does enough to trigger the drones to think that he's failed and they're going to incinerate him. Which I don't know why it would trigger the drones. And not trigger Hale? Because you would think if you're... Well, apparently we learn that Hale is letting this play out. We do But I don't understand what the whole... I get... Like, if he's knocked out, and this... What's the point of the drone even going in there? And it's so fucking confusing. Like, why (laughs) this drone host, it has to look at its eyes and be like, okay... I guess we make a new one. Now. We're gonna we're gonna talk it, about we're gonna talk like, about the drone problem here in in the, in the second. Oh my god! Too. Yes, the, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it's because Caleb is so dense; he needs the threat of fire coming from above for him to look down. I don't know. I'll go with it. Whatever, <laughs> but it's gonna take. He's. I he's, think the fire took way longer than it should to like reach the bottom, but whatever. I'll go with that too. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that big of a deal it's a slow it's burn. silly but like yeah it's a, whoa <laughs> oh so yeah so they're gonna incinerate caleb caleb <laughs> sees a little scratching on the uh the whatever you call it the ashy where the ashes fall through in your fireplace yeah. um and pulls the pulls the grate down falls in onto a pile of uh ashes 
of previous Caleb's and other Caleb's that are in various degrees of incineration slash cremation. So that's fun. I wish one of those woke up. <laughs> that would have been cool. So, hey, am I a bit ashy? <laughs> <laughs> How do I look? Do I look? Like, do I look like Hale's arm? Need some. Hey, you, you got any lotion? <laughs> any sunblock? So he follows Ashley. We don't need to like get into like every movement that Caleb makes. Needless to say, right. he follows a series of ashy handprints to or ashy or bloody, uh, depending on the scene, to the three D printing lab. And this is the fun part where he comes face to face with a drone, and he beats it to death. Right, hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Just rewind that one second, because that fucking host, all right, there's a scene at the beginning of this fucking episode that a fucking drone host knows that someone blinks behind its back. This fucking drone host doesn't know Caleb's running around behind his back. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What's mm-hmm. it? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever. Maybe that one's not programmed the same way. I'll go with that. Well, maybe the fly had to tell the drone to turn around. <laughs> Mm, the fly itself? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, the fly. All right. Good point. Got that's it. the problem. I like this. it. Yeah, but that's the problem with this show, is it's up to the viewer to fucking try to make sense of it, <laughs> as opposed to, like, I, you don't have to spoon feed us everything, but fucking give us something <laughs> that makes sense, as opposed to having, like, me having to do the mental capacity of your of your shoddy writing i think they do it on purpose you know we're trying to find the center of the maze for the of their show yeah all right it's a it's just like lost all right lost was named lost because the fucking audience is constantly lost and they talk about it and have fun with it and create their own shit about the show this one's a maze and you never find the center and everyone's trying to fucking find the center of this maze of this show and we're talking well, about in the center of the maze. Post William reached <laughs> the center of the maze. <laughs> Maybe. Um, uh, sorry. No. Yes. Let's get to this drone host part. This little so, fight. <laughs> yeah, it's a great fight. It's one of the best fights I've seen. Um, it also makes me wonder what the drones are constructed from, <laughs> because he stabs the robot in the side. <laughs> And it bleeds out. And it's basically. like surprise. Like, oh, heaven. Not used to this. Not a little, little, little prick in me. Oh, no stabby stab. Which is enough to make it go down where he can then cave in its skull. So again, this is... And, okay, Hale is letting this play out. Maybe she, Maybe she made the drone to be like this. But again... That is a big leap that the viewer has to make in order for that to make sense. Because the entire problem with, like, the hosts, like, we know that the first generation hosts, we saw uh, Dolores' body in uh, season three, where it's basically, like, just like a frame. Um, And we know that since then, at the time they start the show, Westworld, they've, they've upgraded the hosts. And they have some human like or organic material organs things like that but that's not because 
they need them to live. It's for the immersion for the guests. Like that is why <laughs> that is why they don't like die. Like they can be repaired because if you could just stab a host in the side and have it bleed out, why wouldn't the host fucking die when it gets shot six times in the chest? Mm. because it's because the mm. organs aren't vital so this whole yeah this thing with the drone is stupid but fine caving in the skull yes that should work but like the the drone having pain receptors and like oh fuck i've been stabbed in the side a two brute that's and, a problem yes that's a problem <laughs> so then like he, a, well even even before that before even caleb has a chance to stab him he has a stupid little fucking hammer what are you gonna do with that thing? You know how light a stainless steel hammer is that looks like that, like that size. You're gonna fucking, you're not gonna get any momentum with that. You're just gonna give him a bruise. All right, it's just gonna hurt. You're gonna be yes. owie. And what do you do, the drone host? Whatever. Anyway, before that, he Caleb gets grabbed by the neck by this thing. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't it just do a hail and go? Huh. Next broke it. Dead now. Well. <laughs> I'll alert Hale since, yeah. you know. There's there's so many things that should tip Caleb off that this is a trap. Like him being the 378th, seeing dead bodies everywhere and think, oh, Hale didn't look to see what happened to the dead bodies. She just like leaves them laying around. Maybe. But okay. But okay. Uh, then he gets she has the- bigger plans. So maybe she doesn't like worry about like some of these minor things. That's just what I'm going with about some of these things is like, it hail, like- there, it's not even necessary to even worry about some of these things. Like su- some of the security issues is not even a thing to worry about because she already has control. There's only certain things she kind of wants to know uh, There's about the world, really. And and that even that, I don't know if it's that important. The only, only Caleb and the outliers is important. And then transcendence is important. So, you know, if, and whatever's going on with Christina is important. Uh, yeah. Provided that's going on, there so. seems to be a weird. She she has like this hubris and self confidence in some cases, and extreme paranoia in others. And I I just I don't know how that works. I don't know how you how you merge the two like that. But yeah. You know, she's not a real person, so I guess it's possible. Um, so Caleb, after beating up the host, he goes into a closet where he finds uh, Meet Caleb's wedding band. Uh, I'm not sure why that would be there and why the other Caleb's didn't take it. Yeah, That should be another reason. <laughs> that should be another clue, but okay. So the only thing about going on this is, like, it does seem like Hale made this. She was wait. She planned this. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows he's going to escape. She knows this. Like, that's why she planted that little fucking thing in the hourglass. So he had some hope. So well, it doesn't fucking reason, make any sense. Well, yeah. I mean, because, the only reason he escapes well, is because she lets him. Here's. Yeah. But here's the thing. Like when Kayla or when Hale and Clementine are talking to each other and Clementine's like, uh, he's on the run again, uh, but he won't get far. And then she talks about, oh, humans, and they're just, you know, little bitty things they're worried about, like some shit like that. Mm-hmm. 
So either she isn't, Clementine isn't talking about Caleb, or that doesn't make any sense. Because Hale already knows what the fuck is going to happen. Or uh, who knows? Well, no, no, hold on. Actually, after saying that aloud, maybe some some of the Caleb's aren't going to escape. Okay, that can make sense. Well, none of the Caleb's are going to escape. None of them did. He's the one we find well, some out. Of them, what I'm saying is some of them might not even be able to make it on the run. Some of them don't even, well, we saw it that some don't even make it out. You know, mm. all those other ones, you know, especially like the scary face Caleb, he didn't make it down the grate. So none of, you know, those other ones never got on the run. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> what I was going with, I was like, oh, maybe she's not talking about Caleb. Maybe she's talking about the man in black. And, you know, he's going off his loop and, you know, having fidelity. Mm. But I don't think that's the case. Yeah, it's mm. probably just some of the Caleb's don't make it out. And then Clementine, I guess, lets her know, hey, one did again. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. I, fine, I'm man. getting so off track on this and interrupted you. <laughs> it, no, it's fine. It's- <sighs> All right. <laughs> so that wedding band could just be there like they could replace it every time just so it seems like he's making progress right you now but it keeps like giving him a little bit of hope to keep going i don't know right but I don't that's, path he made. that's why i think like he knows there's caleb's ahead of him well he doesn't know if they're ahead of him but he must know he must know that they're ahead of him because he keeps following handprints mm-hmm. yeah so it's like why didn't that handprint? but he's caleb him? dumb K-Dumb. Dumb Lors. He's Dumb Lors. <laughs> Caleb Dumb. So he's working his way through the floors of this building uh, like John McClane, which is nice uh, because Aaron Paul is in talks. They, uh, I saw this last week before the episode airs that he's in talks to be the lead in the next Die Hard movie, which is fun because we spend <sighs> about five minutes watching him crawl through air ducts to get to the roof to make a phone call. <laughs> So I think we already saw the movie, but maybe not. Yeah. Hey, um, don't you come to the park? Have a few laughs. <laughs> Go through some simulations. No fucking shit, Frankie. Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? <laughs> uh, now so yeah. I have a Caleb. <laughs> oh, 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 Lord. Now I have a Caleb magic carpet. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> So, yes, Mike, uh, Mike got us there. In the air duct, there's a, another dead Caleb, and there's a drop out of the air duct that he looks down. It's about a 16-foot drop. There's uh, a few dead Caleb. Some died. Okay, I'm glad you fucking noticed that it wasn't that tall. I think that camera shot, they make it look like it's supposed to be super tall, but it's not. I even paused the damn thing. because So, in this shot, it's 16 I to thought he was looking down, and what, it's probably 15 feet. Okay. Probably pretty fucking close to 15 feet. All right. From the floor to that cable tray is about 12 feet. If you count the cinder blocks, which are about eight inches high each, it's about 12 foot. Or if you've ever been in a similar sized room, then you know about how tall those are. No. Yeah, absolutely. Where where the books are in like an industrial building. It's possible they could be a lot higher, depending but uh, I, they made this shot look... I, I think this was a lazy part in the production. I think they did this shot purposely to make it look like it was really tall. 
Because I think that's why Kayla was freaked out. When mm-hmm. I first watched it, I was like, oh, he's freaked out because he sees some more dead bodies down there. How the fuck did they even die? They could easily like just, if they hung off that unistrut that the duct is hanging on, mm-hmm. dude, it's only like a six foot drop. <laughs> so you'll be all right. Maybe nine <laughs> foot. You'll be fine. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. Caleb wakes up. He's like, oh, anyway, no job. Uh, I was just resting my eyes. I it's, was like, it's, it's not worth it. You have so much to live for for the next three minutes. And then Caleb tells him that Frankie's alive. Every time Caleb tells <laughs> another Caleb that Frankie's alive, it's news to them. So this is the first time. This is the first iteration of Caleb where Frankie where time is of an essence to get to <laughs> Frankie for a motivating factor. <laughs> All the rest of the time. Or maybe Caleb's all the other Caleb's are like, oh, your fucking daughter. Yeah, all right, we got it. Look, <laughs> I'm about fucking dead. All right. I'm tired of hearing about fucking daughter. All right. <laughs> I still got Maeve's daughter hey, in my head for some reason. Use me. Use me like your little slut. <laughs> all the holes. We haven't got laid for 23 years. Come on. Let's do this. It's not gay if it's uh, the same people. <laughs> hey. I told me that, and I'm no dummy. <laughs> <laughs> what you need is time with me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Caleb Die with me in the sack. Caleb windsurfs down on top of another Caleb, sixteen feet to the floor below, which is enough of a cushion. Cock to cock. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is enough of a cushion so Caleb doesn't die on impact. Um, which again. He's a robot, but okay. Oh, I forgot the other thing that pissed me off is when he's in the closet and he starts coughing up blood. And it's like, why is a robot coughing up blood? I guess the same reason one a drone's bleeding out when it gets stabbed, but it's like, <laughs> your fucking lungs aren't collapsed. It'll look really cool if we put that on screen. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It'll look neat. That's the thing. The only reason hosts cough up blood is for the realism for the guest. Like, it's not because their lung is actually collapsed. It's like what the hosts are programmed to think that this is what death looks like for the entertainment of the hosts. Like, that's why they have, they don't actually like have, however, how many, I don't know how many pints of blood a human body has, um, but they don't Mm -hmm. have that much blood in them. They don't, they don't, hosts don't bleed out. Essentially, they just have enough blood for realism. So it's not like Caleb has an actual circulatory system, but okay. <laughs> okay. Then he goes through the emergency exit, put, uh, sends out the fire alarm because that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets to the roof like John McClane and he gets, <laughs> he gets to, he gets his radio or he gets to the radio, which I don't know why there is a radio on the roof. I guess they established that there was a radio on top of that roof, um, like one or two episodes prior. It was the one where I guess it was the one where Caleb dies is they said, mm-hmm. like, we have to get to the top of that. Like, hey, Hale's got shit at the top of that building. I think if I'm remembering that right, which I don't know if I am. I didn't remember that Hale programmed him to die. So, hmm. I know the building he he was working on is different than the building he's at, which I had to go back and watch because I'm like, wait, is this the same building he was working on with that dude in like the first episode of the season? But it's not. Okay, but it's not. 
Yeah, because they're in very Cali- different. Because so. Caleb's in California. I guess. Because there's palm trees <laughs> there. Or what's left of palm trees. Sure. But it could be fake. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? It's the future. <laughs> it's the year 2000. Where was... So I guess, where was Temperance World at? Yeah, I think you're right. I think Temperance was supposed to be in California. Pretty sure. But Temperance can't be. So, okay, well, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (coughs) Yeah. (laughs) So he gets on the roof radio. He records a message to Frankie um, to send out um, saying that he's sorry he wasn't around. Um, He's sorry he's stupid. And he's sorry that it has to be her to finish this fight and yada, yada, yada. And, um, and you're going to win. You're going to win. You, just, you, know, you just got to go out there, cookie, and give 110%. <laughs> and uh, that's how you win. All right? Helmet's not a chair. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but that's all it is. Yeah. Cookie, don't be mad about Maeve stealing Bear Bear. All right. Uh, she just missed her duta. And, uh, you know, it, it, that made her feel better having that. So, uh, yeah. Did Maeve take Bear Bear? No, I'm just making shit up. That's why she is mad, all mad at, you know, Maeve. I blamed you for a long bear. time about my dad and the loss of Bear Bear. He knew a chick punch combo. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's, he's, given the, he's giving the, the call. He sends the message out. Or he, at least he finishes recording the message. And then, surprise, surprise, there's Hale on the roof. It's a, it's a fucking trap. And it, it's not a surprise to the viewer, but apparently it is a surprise to Caleb. And one of the things that I got downvoted on on Reddit this week, I need to stay <laughs> off the Westworld subreddit because it's actually <laughs> pissing me off, is they said that Caleb obviously knew it was a trap and he didn't care. He didn't. I watched that scene twice. He was fucking surprised. He's like, yeah. what? Hale pulled know. one over on me? So no, you fucking sorry, you can downvote me to negative forty Reddit. Caleb didn't know well, shit. So Caleb was fucking dumb. So yeah. He's a dumb dumb. But let's even pretend that he's not. Like he he's dying. He, you know, his whole body's dying and he's mm-hmm. he's glitching. Like he's not thinking straight. So even someone who's very intelligent in that body that's fucking decaying mm-hmm. rapidly mm-hmm. and in pain, that's going to be hard to even see the trap, maybe. You know, when people are in distress, like, and worn down, shit, even me working, you know, these past few days and being in the heat, you know, a couple decisions I made, I was like, oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing any of that. It's that. Everything about that is fine. The f- part that I'm disputing is Caleb being surprised that, that he knew that he, that, that he didn't okay. know or that he was like, yeah. he literally looks surprised. It's like, how the fuck? And yeah, he absolutely did not know. Yeah. And that's, that's a problem. It's like, because it's like, Oh shit, it was a trap, but it doesn't matter because blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, he could have been, uh, I knew it was a trap the entire time. And it doesn't matter because blah, blah. They could have made, they could have given Caleb a better moment here by having him be in on it because it doesn't matter. Like the only reason he leaves is to get to Frankie. So it doesn't matter if it's a trap or not. And he, if he acknowledged okay. that, it would have been fine. Anything other than fucking surprise <laughs> would have been fine. 
but it wasn't <laughs> because he because like the whole re- that's the other thing I don't get because if Frankie's the only reason he rushed out and got as far as he did like that was the only qu- that was the quid pro quo factor that made him feel like he needed to get out why did all these other Caleb's leave if there was no Frankie because when Hale's there saying well you're going to fucking die soon unless you tell me what I want to know. He tells her to go pound sand. Good luck with the next guy. So why did these other Caleb's leave? Why didn't they just deteriorate? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, too many questions. Too many questions. <laughs> um, yeah. He's, uh, she said that she's been letting all the Caleb's do this because he wants to see what makes him so goddamn special. And him and his daughter. And when he finds out that uh, it's just a message for a dumb fucking message to his daughter, she's disappointed, as are we all. And (laughs) he says, it doesn't matter. They're not the ones infecting the hosts. The problem is her. Um, They'd rather die than live in her bullshit world. She's upset about how her applications are crashing. She thinks Caleb and the outliers is this MP3 band that hosts downloaded from LimeWire and is giving them fucking computer aids. Like all of our computers got in the early two thousands, but that apparently isn't the problem at all. The problem is hail. Uh, they're probably just giving them too many cookies. Ooh. <laughs> C is for cookie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe uh C Becomes a cookie monster <gasps> in the next two episodes. Um, 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 um. Yeah, she becomes a monster. But Predicting yeah, it. Well, the problem is uh, uh, Hale's whole operating system is Windows ME and nothing fucking works on it. So <laughs> right out of the gate, that's that's the problem with your applications. Uh, so she gets, She's delaying the updates, yeah. you know. <laughs> should have uh, should upgraded to Windows 7 when she had the chance, but she didn't. She said, hey, this is the, this is the uh, host government and we're going to work on outdated software for a long time. <laughs> she gets pissed off and the whole Caleb experiment's been for nothing. So she snaps Caleb's neck, killing him because of course it does. He's a fucking robot, but Ooh. apparently robots have human spines. <laughs> if and his neck, the is... way anybody dies makes zero sense. Yeah. If his, and nobody dies anyway. Yeah. So if his neck was snapped as, as this robot, because they don't have a human central nervous system, his head would still work. You know, I remember a time when Hale might have had a chance to do maybe that same thing to Caleb, but she didn't do shit, you know, mm-hmm. like when they kidnapped her. Yep. When then Caleb and Maeve kidnapped Hale and then she didn't do shit, like. And he just had that piece of glass. Like she, she could have just went. It would have been over with. Yeah. So it's all Hale's plan. So Caleb two seventy eight dies with a broken neck on the roof, the farthest any Caleb has ever gotten. There, where he lies, let him be buried. <laughs> Going to the end of the that part of that scene where she kind of looks like she's about to commit suicide and jump off that building. Like, she really looks like she's like, oh, I should do it. Oh, I'm not feeling like these other people. No, not me. This is where you're Bury it inside. Yeah. (sighs) 
Just bury it inside. Put it down. You know, bring it down. So she goes back to the Caleb room and uh, she burns all the Caleb's up. We got, we, she kills four Caleb simultaneously because her experiment's been a failure. Only to go back to the 3D printing lab and print out another fucking Caleb. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and... And wake him up. She says to Caleb, like, the way she says wake up, Caleb, she says it way different. She says it, like, way more, like, seductive. Like, mm. wake up, Caleb. Yeah. I, yeah, they're definitely going to do it. That's my prediction. Oh, wow. You know? It's going to come true. Yeah. God damn it. He's going to have a doodle with hail? <laughs> yep. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I, want you, I want you to give me a tuta. And it turns out that it's Maeve. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how or why, but somehow it's going to be Maeve. I don't know. That's how the show's going to end anyway in season five. Hopefully they have a season five. I think season Even five. Even though I talk a lot of shit on this show. Season five. I I'd think like to still a- see it uh, conclude. There's a couple people that said there's a season five in interviews. I think Ed Harris said that season five is supposed to be the last one, though. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought that was the plan the whole time. So, again, wrapping up wrapping up this section of the story, I want to say that when I watched it, I really liked this part. It was engaging at the time, but it only works if Caleb's this really, truly stupid person. And not in, oh, like, yeah. not in the way... Like, we as viewers have inside information, and it's like, we, yeah, we're like, don't go up the stairs, you fucking idiot. The killer's up there. This is not that. The yep. entire premise for this to work, for Caleb to do any of this, is if he's dumb and is is completely oblivious to this being a trap. Didn't they set up that last season that Caleb's fucking stupid? Caleb is fucking His whole last season. I thought he was kind of dumb. But, yeah, I but, mean, that's the only, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like Caleb knew, Caleb obviously knew it was a trap. Why? Caleb doesn't know what the fuck's going on any time. Like, that's the whole point of Caleb. He never knows what's going on. Why are we giving him the benefit of the doubt now? Right. Oh, well. <laughs> Caleb dumb. And also, like, mm-hmm. the whole instigating thing is the hourglass. Hale brought the hourglass in. It's not like some fucking other Caleb got in there, figured out how to make a fucking knockout drug, and slipped it in the hourglass. Yeah. Well, did, was it already in the room, or did she bring it in? When she she came brings in? the. I think she brings it in, or at least it's oh. at least it's in the room. And Caleb didn't fucking yeah. bring it in because he was frozen. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is strange. It's oh another thing I have a problem with is the way Caleb scenes are cut and how like when he passes out he wakes up in the hospital bed and then when he falls through the grate wakes up in the hospital bed I don't like that because it seems like he's dreaming or like this is a not real or this could be like a simulation mm-hmm. thing is this but I guess on a second watch it seems like it's just hey this is what happened. You know, for real. Yeah. With him and Uade. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And, I mean, again, I just thought it was odd. And again, the inconsistencies with host biology. Now, maybe Caleb was engineered to be extra fragile, or maybe not. Maybe that his limited time was because of fidelity crashing. I, I mean, you could probably interpret it any of it either way if you wanted to. It was not. Yeah. I don't feel like it was made specifically clear that she put him in a temporary body, just that his body had limited time. Which, 
again, I assumed was because he was already suffering from fidelity failure as soon as he found out, as we saw with him, with him getting ticks like immediately. Um, so like if he is a regular host, again, the host biology doesn't make sense with the neck snapping. Like why, why can a host take 12 rounds to the chest, but having their neck snapped is an issue. It, it doesn't work. Like William, the man in black host, William, the first one automatic rifle, 12 rounds to the chest. But if he falls down the steps, he needs a fucking life alert. Is that what we're saying? Oh yeah. That is what they're saying. Fucking shit, man. And I think it's, bullshit. it is bullshit. <laughs> and again, I do like this kind of like this, this trope in sci-fi of the live, die, repeat. There's actually an episode of doctor who from like 2015 called Hellbent that does this very well. And if you are interested in seeing one without a bunch of plot holes, you can watch that episode. You don't even really need to be a Doctor Who fan to uh, understand what's going on. You get the gist pretty quick. It's it's uh, I mean, it helps. But if, if you're not a fan, I think you could still watch that episode. And enjoy it. It's called Hellbent. It's from 2015. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's the fucking that's the Caleb stuff. If you think we were angry with that one. And, and remember, we, we like this show, and we've liked this season so far. <laughs> and I think the we, I think we both agree that the previous episode was probably one of the best episodes they've ever done. But, yeah, I enjoyed it. But this episode, some cool stuff, some cool ideas executed unbelievably poorly. We're going to talk about Bernard and Francine, or C, Frankie. Coming up next, and we'll hear from Chris Nays in our Chris Nays Minute. All right. Just a reminder, if you have questions, theories, or corrections for us here at Watchers on the Couch, don't forget that you can send us an email at mailbag at watchersonthecouch.com or leave us a voicemail with SpeakPipe on our website, watchersonthecouch.com, or via the link in the show notes. All right. Welcome back. We're going to continue our discussion of Westworld episode six, Fidelity. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, <laughs> regarding the Bernard and Frankie stuff, when we start this episode off, we uh, we see Frankie, young Frankie, post post Caleb's death, but still a kid in, I guess, California, I think is what we're supposed to say. I don't know how many cities there are. And I'm not sure if you know. Uh, like we know there's the city. No, I have no idea. Like, I don't think they established that at all. Because I, f- I feel like, well, maybe there's not. This is, I guess this is technically pre-apocalypse still. So it could be multiple seeds. Because cause in, the, in the future timeline, the way Hale makes it sound and the way Ma- Jay makes it sound, they're the last free humans. Um, everything else is yep. kind of deteriorated the city is basically like human humanity is an endangered species at this point that the numbers are that low and basically the city Manhattan, if it's really Manhattan or if it's just a park to make, uh, to look like Manhattan, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that's ever been established. Uh, that's basically the protective habitat. It's like the, it's the wolf sanctuary for humans. Uh, so I think this is before all that happens. So it could be any city. It just has a bunch of drones. This is where this is where people start getting wiped out uh, en masse, I, I believe. 
But see, that I don't know if that really makes any... I don't know. It, it's just... This scene is really weird. Because, first of all, I'm like, why the fuck do they bring Frankie in? They know most of these people are, like, flying... Most of the people are flying-fested. And they know yeah. this. They're going to get an outlier. Somehow, they have the technology to know who's, who's drones and who's outliers. Oh yeah, with this little tablet That's a thingy. Good point. Uh, but uh, they don't know how to use it any other fucking time that it would make sense. That's a good point. Anyway, that one actually. Why would you use your fucking kid to get this outlier when you know there's these drone hosts? I don't know. And two, she has like, training. Uh, she has more, she has more training than how, how long? <laughs> oh, Frankie is not much older. Let's even say it's a year, but no. It seems like it's like very, very recent, mm-hmm. you know, way less than a year from when Caleb left with Maeve. Okay. Right before Caleb left, like things were fucking normal. Like he was just working a normal job, doing his thing. And like he'd come home to his wife and his kid. I, and, and even Yuwade thought there wasn't shit going on. And then all of a sudden she's willing to, take her daughter into this city that's like fucking infected with hosts mm-hmm. and i don't know they also take him back <laughs> to they take they well, take let's, jay let's, back let's slow down to this random let's house slow down All right. because yeah what we, what we see what it opens on is frankie meeting a young jay and what? comes to find out that jay has a brother that disappeared and jay asking questions about the the brother is signaling uh him out to be an outlier so they try yeah awade shows up and tells him all this and they're they're gonna extract him from the city take him somewhere safe and that's where we get into our chris nays minute for this week chris nays (laughs) with the chris nays minute uh can't waste any time gotta get right to it that's right do you guys expect me to believe that the naked white robots can't tell when a human is standing still that they're uh, that they're an outlier or you get what I'm trying to say. That's just dumb. It is. Uh, let's see. Yes. Uh, to answer your question from last week, Tim, no, I'm not high while I record these. And then um, also we get a scene this week where Caleb and Chair Loris um do pretty much the same thing they've been doing they get an argument about uh caleb's daughter his daughter and uh that's all he can talk about and say dumb things and then she gets mad at a chair this week so that was fun (laughs) and all i can think about now is chairs so yeah um i hate the chair i'm sitting in i hope you guys hate your chairs what's the worst (laughs) chair you've ever sat in um that's all I got for this week. I'm sorry it's not as entertaining as usual. No, I disagree. Uh, P.S. I hate chairs. I want to kick one. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Thanks, Chris. No, I think that one was actually very entertaining. <laughs> um, yeah, the the thing is the chairs, Chair Loris's chairs seem to have more of a complete story arc than a lot of the characters on this show. Dude, there was even a part where, like, it was appeared important that chair loris was staring at an empty chair 
I don't even know why they filmed this that way. <laughs> I don't understand the reason. Do you? Do you remember that? I, I yeah. I you I, probably don't because it was it was kind of passive. It, it, it was passive, but, but I remember the, I re, I do remember the scene. I didn't think anything of it at the time because I wasn't like. <laughs> So I I did I did think that it's funny that she's throwing the chair. I mean I did think that. But she's probably looking at the chair like I'm not fucking chair Loris. Uh, do you hate your chair, Mike? Name. Uh, it's okay. It's not too bad. Yeah, I don't like this chair. This uh, it's this right. chair's a little squeaky. Uh, it's a cheap Amazon uh, knockoff of a Herman Miller chair. So I'm uh, I'm over it. Yeah, mine can make less noise. What's the? What can I have more cushion? Answer, Christmas? I put another cushion on it. Oh, more cushion. <laughs> so. Yeah. What's more cushion to answer for Chris's question? What's the worst chair you've ever sat in? Oh man, I don't know. I never sat in a human chair, so I don't know. Maybe my bike bike seat. Bike seats are pretty. Maybe bad. like the first bike seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you go for long rides. Ooh, tailbone hurty. Yeah, wish I had a host body for those rides. Yeah, I think the worst but, uh, the worst seat I've ever been on is was the uh, the Batman ride at Six Flags. Because it has that ridge that comes up, and you know if you're not tight in there, man, that thing go, go, that thing slams right into your nuts, and it does not feel good. <laughs> and then you turn upside down, and then you go right side up again, and land, you land right on it, and that's not fun either. So definitely the Batman ride at Six Flags, fuck that ride. Right. Speaking of fucking wild rides that are kind of painful, let's get back to Westworld. <laughs> Not sitting well with us this uh, <laughs> this season. Yes. Yuck, yuck, yuck. They, they take Jay back to this safe house, which is just a house. It's not that far away. And to be honest, it fucking stands out. Like there's nothing else around there. Yes. I have a question about this as far as like, Yuade brings this outlier in and she's like, hey, I got an outlier. Trust me. He's not a robot. Mm-hmm. Uh how how do they know? D- apparently, I got. Do they have the technology, or do they not? So pretty much for the most part, every time they have no clue who robots are, <laughs> they have no way of checking who's a fucking robot. How do they know he's not a robot? Like at least I could. Okay, Uwadi does, but like, how do those people in the house know? They just trust Uwadi. Sure. Like, oh, okay, we'll just go back to. Whatever we were doing then, around this little table. And then again, going back to what Chris says, if they know he's an outlier, how do the fucking drones not? How do the drones not just sense an outlier when they, it's like, wait a minute, you're not in our system. Yeah. It's, it's, if, they can't see us if we don't move. They're fucking T-Rexes. I really tried hard up until this point of this season not to really pick apart the show like I'm doing today. Today's <laughs> a bad one for this. This is a it's so hard. This episode has a lot of problems, and everybody like it is Reddit. Reddit was tearing into me. It's like this is. It's like no, this episode is only entertaining at surface level. It does not hold up to any scrutiny whatsoever. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, so we find out that Frankie's still messaging Caleb over the ham radio, um, and that nobody monitors ham radio traffic oh my god that's a fucking another thing like you could triangulate that especially with the technology like you could know where this is fucking constantly coming from this signal like you would know immediately like oh hey that's frankie's voice or she's trying to reach out to caleb yeah, it, i don't know it's on a frequency they have an established 
uh, FCC radio frequency that they used. Yeah, that they only use, right? Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, other unless unless Frankie doesn't say anything specific, maybe she doesn't say Caleb ever. You know, I think she just says dad. Just, but yeah. Maybe they're just like, oh, it's some random person that's radioing stuff, but it's still an outlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not you know, anybody's loop to talk on. She doesn't radio. care about. I guess she doesn't really care that much. Hale doesn't care that much about most of the outliers. I don't know. No fucking clue. Except that she wants to wipe them out, and she has drones Except that Caleb. do that, but she doesn't She doesn't try very hard, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, she introduces Jay to non-existent Caleb and says, oh, I'd always like to have a brother, and Jay gets really pissed off. He's like, I'm not your brother. And I had a brother, and he's dead now. I'm your, so, I'm your Zimzer. <laughs> so keep your, keep your familial bullshit to yourself. And I think that's the end of the the flashbacks. That's the, that's the last thing we see with young Jay and young Frankie. I believe so. And so we go to modern times, quote unquote, depending on what timeline you think is modern. Um, and it's C driving Bernard after excavating Maeve in the in the uh, remnants of the demolition zone where I guess they were building a new park or going to build a park. And Bernard does his thing. It's like, yeah, I know exactly where you're taking me to. So she, uh, she takes Bernard to the Rebel Secret Fortress. And it's a fortress that really stands out because it's the fucking Temperance Park. What a great spot. Yeah. No one will know we're here. <laughs> yeah. Let's stay in the robot place. <laughs> let's, go, let's stay in the robot place where the infestation started. Where it was developed and where yeah. it started. How insane is that? Fucking dumb. Like at least at this least is, go to West. This is <clears throat> this is one of those things to where the writer's like, "I'll look cool if it's all dirty and dusty in the future time." They well, the problem. Yeah, the problem is the only reason they get to reuse the set too. So they need to re- reusing the set's good, but the only reason that the rebels are there is because they need Bernard to have access to that technology. So let's put the rebels in the stupid place so it's easier for Bernard to do his thing to tell this overall story. Yeah. Yeah, I wish they didn't say it was their base. If they were just like, I don't know, they could have made that way easier. Like they were just, Bernard needs to go there to, you know, get made. But that's not where their secret base is, you know? They know of this place, but they don't fucking go there. It's dangerous. But they take Bernard there anyway. So they can get Maeve but they need, back up and running. But they need the confrontation that happens that later. That would be cool. So, and the only way that happens is if they do that. So, yeah, Bernard's uh, Bernard's trying to repair Na- Maeve. Maeve. Um, sees all pissed off that Maeve's the reason her daddy's gone and robots don't feel love and all that kind of stuff. All right. So that I don't think that makes sense. Like, Caleb... Caleb doesn't ever say anything to Frankie when she's young about like, Hey, this relationship, you know, this robot that I knew Dolores, she gave her life up for us to be free. Uh, there's also my friend Maeve who is still alive and had a relationship with her. These people, these robots do have feelings. Some of them do. Hey, there's some bad ones and there's some good ones just like people. But I guess, Frank C doesn't see that C doesn't see it that way. Well, I guess if you lose your 
daddy after he runs off with a robot that could like taint whatever your uh whatever your daddy might have taught you about robots maybe um but yeah Wade, yeah, i mean Wade obviously knew who and what mave was but yeah i don't we see that's yeah, that's the thing too like even if she thought like if uh if little frankie was like oh she, my dad ran away with her she stole him away from my mom and but you know you would i would think say something like no they're friends they're going to fight this war like your dad told me all about this war mm-hmm. and you know told me about dolores i don't know i i don't know well yeah i mean because he had to have told her some of that because she knows because she thinks he's paranoid because of all the war stuff yeah yeah right yeah fuck this show <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so while, Hey, look, anything can happen as you get older and it's, she's 23 years in this fucked up world, mm-hmm. you know, of robots just taking over. She hasn't ever, she give her benefit of the doubt. She's never met one who actually has feelings, you know, and feeling uh, positive feelings towards mm-hmm. humans mm-hmm. and want to help humans. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you're, it could change yeah. your opinion. So Bernard takes the opportunity to walk, uh, see around temperance world, because they need to get a new control ball because for some reason sand is detrimental to a sealed control unit that just laying out in the dust for 20 30 years not as much okay yeah. uh, <laughs> that's that's fine yeah. uh bernard also shows c that hale used mirrors in temperance world instead of hats to scan the guests so uh, that that's cool. the vanity yeah oh humans are so vain oh i say that stuff's kind of silly like yeah you know it, it's just the the line that's used of like oh yeah the vanity like you know humans are so simple yeah oh. the writing if, if they were just like yeah like i don't know you know sometimes people look in the mirrors or you know it's an easy thing let I me mean, just put them here yeah the dialogue in yeah. this episode That's, is definitely not as... They could have put them on the fucking toilets. Like <laughs> <laughs> Everybody poops. Oh, I think I got that line that from somebody else. I don't think I made that <laughs> line up myself. Just want to say that. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the dialogue in this episode is really weak compared to the dialogue from last, last week's episode. And mm-hmm. like, because, every, yeah, everything feels like, mm, boy, this is, this feels forced. This, th- this is weak. But, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Sixty percent of the time, <laughs> the dialogue's good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they don't have a lot of time with the hookup, the transference of Maeve's corrupted brain ball into the new brain ball, because he only has USB A. Yeah. So. Yeah, they've upgraded since then. It's Thunderbolt or nothing. So they need to find an adapter. Mm-hmm. And even then, you're still limited by the transfer speed of USB A. So it's going to take a while. And they don't have that kind of time because Jay's coming back. They went all the way to New York and back in the time it took them to go just down the road to excavate Maeve and come back to Temperance World. So, well, here's the thing I will say. They did take a drone. So those drones could fly pretty fast. You know, Uh, they didn't just drive there. Cause that's what I thought too. And then on second watch, I'm like, Oh, they came out, they came out on one of those drones, those flying drones, which, you know, like man in black has, you know, at the first uh, episode of the season. But again, how do you do? So that could fly, that could probably get you to LA to, you know, to New York in 
six, seven hours. I maybe okay. I'll give you that. What what I have a problem with in that case is how do you do anything in airspace in a fucking <laughs> world controlled by hail? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, or be the only boat in the harbor. Yeah, I mean, either way, it's whatever. Like I said, I, it, it's pedantic. This one, this complaint is pedantic. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah, it is. A little I mean, bit. we we all watch Game of Thrones. We knew Baelish could get and across the world in an episode, <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sweat it. Uh, but yeah, Jay's pissed off. Uh, he informs them that they knew that they were coming, which of course they did because you took a fucking plane and. <laughs> So obviously they have a mole. <laughs> it's not they didn't look at the skies at all. They it must be a mole. <laughs> right. Um the drone the drone plane is the mole. Yeah. <laughs> What's this thing flying that's showing up on our radar that we haven't used in 30 years? <laughs> Somebody must be coming. Fuck, they're on to us. We must have an inside leak. <laughs> um so C goes, oh, well, obviously it's Bernard. She shoots Bernard. Bernard doesn't react uh, or reacts very little. It's like, there's your mole. He's a fucking host. He wants to make drones out of all of us. And I'm not entirely sure where that came from. I must have missed that. Aside from the fact that he showed her where the mirror was. Uh, because she, well, she does show him like the tablet and shows, hey, here's a brain scan. Of oh, me. right. So he does. Use and he mirror. doesn't deny yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't really deny it. He just, he said, yeah. And he says, you just have to trust mm -hmm. me. So who knows? Maybe she doesn't make it, but he wants to make a, I don't know, a host of her. Host so of. she, yep. So she and Caleb can be back together. I don't That's know. Nice. That's very sweet of you, Bernard. That seems to be like a good use yeah. of your time right now. Um <laughs> That's what we're, that's what's gonna happen. We're gonna see Caleb and her reunite, and you're like, oh my god, after all these years. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Stubb says, or uh, Bernard says, yeah, you have to trust me. I I've got a plan, but it doesn't matter. Uh, Bernard and Stubbs gets tied up to shitty wooden chairs from Temperance World, which again, they're robots. They should be able to break out of those pretty easily. Mm -hmm. But and their straps are way too high up. You could just shimmy those off. You got to put those way lower. Yeah, Mike knows. You could definitely shimmy Mike them off. knows. He's been restrained a lot. We could do a test. <laughs> I guarantee it. We could film it. You put him that high, I'll get it fucking off. You tie it as high as hard that as you want. make a great TikTok. I'll make it work. But you tie it lower, you know, you got to make it tighter than your mm -hmm. shoulders. But again, if you're a robot and you've got... I'm an expert. I'm an expert on tying people. If you, have, if you have hydraulic arms, you can probably get out of them. <laughs> Yeah, see, even, yeah, even if that, so I'm just talking about a human, but yeah, they should just be like, Brink. but Bernard, but that might not work for his simulation, you know? So, yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's the plot armor of Bernard. Anything that they do, any, any goofiness can be, can be attributed <laughs> to Bernard's uh, simulation theory. 60% of the time I break out of this really easy. <laughs> I'm like, ha, <laughs> shoot me again. It doesn't hurt me. She's like, but some other host, it really does. Yeah. Just one shot in the Sometimes dead. Sometimes you can just stab one right in the side. Um, but no. not me. You know, you've killed me many times, but in this reality, you're really fucking bad at it. <laughs> Bernard says he's not the mole, but somebody on the inside is. He can't tell her who uh, with any certainty. 
Sometimes it's Jay. Sometimes it's his girlfriend. Hell, even sometimes it's uh, it's Stubbs, to which Stubbs says, Fuck you, Bernard. <laughs> which, yeah, okay. Uh, so C goes... I think I like Stubbs the best in this whole fucking show. I like Stubbs the best. I, really <laughs> I think do. I like Stubbs the best in this whole fucking episode. He doesn't do anything. I, and I'm yeah, and I'm being fucking serious, and it's so weird. I don't know. Like, I want to see more of Stubbs. Maybe he's the only person I can trust in this yeah. show. Maybe he's the only kind of normal type person. He's the every man. I don't know what it is. He's the every bot. Yeah, he's the every bot. Uh, C talks to Jay about how she still wants to boot Maeve back up to get answers about her dad. Jay tells her that um, she's the only one he can trust because he she wasn't on the mission. He needs to go check the she needs to go check the perimeters and blah blah blah. And he's going to worry about the mole issue. Yeah. Hey, why don't you go off in the distance <laughs> uh, and check stuff? Somebody's a robot. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but she does. She takes a walk and uh, she runs into her girlfriend. But now, you know, she's on edge and there's an exchange. The exchange isn't really important, but it's basically uh, the girlfriend says, I don't remember what the girlfriend's name is, is why I'm saying girlfriend. Um, that, you know, why is this so important to you? And it's like, well, if you weren't, uh, if you were really you, you would know why it's important to me, blah, blah, blah. So she locks her in a room uh, in case she is a robot because robots can't kick down doors. And <laughs> I don't know. This place wasn't built to last. Right. No. Yep. That's true. So shouldn't be able to just like break it open. You would think. Uh, so we, we go a little further in time after we've had some more time with Caleb. Jay's going in to check on Maeve and probably kill her, but C's already there. They have a chat and a drink and Jay mentions that she's like a sister to him. Oh, which immediately gives him away because he never wanted to be her sister. He must be the robot. And we get the fucking flashback. Oh, good thing we had that flashback. Oh, even after 23 years of working together against the robots, uh, he still feels that there's no way that she could be part of his family. Yeah, yeah that, that that is dumb. Um, but whatever. What an asshole. <laughs> He's a real... I'm glad that fucking guy's no dead. But, what a but dick. we do find out. And I was so adamant <laughs> about this last episode. And you can you can clip that. And it's like, Tim said, no way they'd fucking do this because that would be fucking dumb. And they did it. And it's fucking dumb. They killed Jay in the stairwell when he was going up to meet the man in black by another Jay, another adult Jay, and replaced him. Just like Mission Impossible 2, we're going to do that trick twice. And here's why it's fucking stupid. One, they already did it. And if they were going to do it, there was a way to make them do it right. And they absolutely did not do it right. But the other issue is Jay has been off the fucking grid for 30 years. How did they make a copy of him? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he passed a mirror in temperance. If that's their fucking stupid that base, is, that can't that can't work. The re that can't work because if they're using mirrors from temperance, then they already know where they all are. They can wipe them out anytime. Oh my god! Like they don't have to. They don't have to send an inside man to get Frankie. They already know where Frankie is. They can drone the shit out of it. 
Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he passed him here in uh, the the uh, Hales, New York, or whatever. I mean, I guess they could have gotten scanned on another outlier mission. Um, but again, the viewer is left yeah. to make some really large logical leaps in order to make this fucking twist work. Even though it's not really a twist, it's it's. I mean, other people unless unless they just used you know whatever they had from when he was younger. And just extrapolate, and then what he might just try to extrapolate. That doesn't yeah. usually work. That's the only logical thing I can <laughs> think of, and that's why, and that's why it didn't work. You know, well, it didn't work because even even when you try to extrapolate what somebody's going to look like when they're older, that's not always <clears throat> what they look like. Like we we've oh yeah, but I don't know. Apparently, it looks like she can print hosts really fast. At least that's what I got from this episode, as far as like with the Kayla bodies, because in time it seems like it all happens very quickly mm-hmm. and he's like reprinted like you know very 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 within, fast. within at least like a matter of a day yeah or less I, I i almost think it's less i would say half a day okay you know <laughs> maybe maybe uh, two and a half hours but I don't again know. they're you only know, there whatever. for a short amount of time so that's a really short amount of time to Get yeah, get a J Very. with J's voice and make J passable enough to infiltrate. Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. And so they get into a fight, uh, C and J, and J tells her that there's no uh that, you know, uh Maeve doesn't know anything about her dad, but he does, and blah blah blah. And about that time we actually get Caleb's message on the radio saying, Hey Cookie, or whatever. <laughs> Is it cookie? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Cookie. So it is C is for cookie. Okay. Uh I guess. I still think that's fucking stupid too. It'd be way better for his Francine. You know, how do you, you know when you have nicknames for kids, that's kinda that's a logical step mm-hmm. to shorten a name, you know? I agree. Whatever. But, you know. Cookie. The writers on the show are a bunch of Caleb's, so Hey, also, uh, immediate. <laughs> Why did Jay give up so fast? <laughs> like, yeah, he just like because she hits him with that bottle, and he's down on the ground, and then he turns with this grin, like, <laughs> "You're right, it's I'm a robot." Here's Jay. <laughs> the yeah yeah getting like and not only that she that means she knew immediately she had a fucking gun to his head she's just bam done yep but instead <laughs> they get into a fight we need dialogue she, we need that's dialogue. what we need we need fun we need the, fun around the car the whatever we can't have just like a john wick uh Drama. fight scene to yeah. make her look like a badass Instead, she empties her entire clip into his chest after she had already... Not his head. Not in his head. All... Like she did when she was a kid. That's well. She could hit hit somebody Well, that's what I was going to say. And also, she had just shot Bernard in the chest, like not fucking half an hour before. Right. (laughs) So it's like, how the fuck is this going to work? But yes, if you were going to copy Jay, this is how the writers should have done it. If you are going to do the cliche Mission Impossible 2, everybody's replaced by a robot, let me pull off my mask cliche thing here, then what you do 
is you have a callback to the Carver scene where she fucking domes Carver with that toy gun. And you get her on the ground. She pulls out the gun. She domes Jay. You have a nice, clean callback. Very satisfying for the character. Very satisfying for the viewer. But instead, no. She fucking wastes her entire clip on his chest. And she's about to get toasted. Like everything that they're trying to do about making C a badass character, they fucking ruined. Because instead, we need to have the... The writers are so in love with Maeve that they have to have Maeve come in and save the day with her gratuitous violence, badass way of killing somebody. And it's fucking weak. This was incredibly fucking weak. I mean, it's nice that Maeve is back online. I like Maeve just fine. Fucking bullshit scene. It makes me. It, it would have been way better with Maeve just watching. Like yeah. if she just observed mm-hmm. that, you know, like that happened. And then, you know, uh, C looks to the corner of her eye and sees Mae. Right. You know? Because Mae's like, "Oh, I'm impressed." Right, because Mae saves the, her and Caleb in the first episode of the season. <clears throat> now she's there, and she sees that C doesn't need protection anymore. But that is not what they yeah. did. They fucking failed miserably. This was a big swing in the miss. Uh, yep. Oh, it makes me so mad. It's frustrating. That and Jay shoots yep. the radio. <laughs> I'm not yeah, going to let you hear this message yeah, from your that's dad. that's a little silly, too. I'm going I'm mm-hmm. to waste this bullet. I know. Uh, it just... It doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't this. have to be like this. Oh, hey, by the way... It's complicated. Does fucking Bernard say it's complicated in every season of this show? I bet he does. I bet at least one point. It almost seems like it's a game, because he said it It's like, this it's like Star Wars, well. and I've got that, a bad feeling about this. Yes! Yeah, I think I, I wouldn't doubt if they're doing yeah. that. Uh, yeah, I did catch it. Hey, if any any of you uh, watchers, listeners know, hey, let us know. Because I'm pretty sure every at least once every season, Bernard has said, it's yeah, complicated. Yeah, if, if you can tell us where it is in seasons one and two, we'll get the drop. We'll get the we'll get the clean sweep of Bernard. It com- it's complicated. It's on our soundboard. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's uh that's going to do it for this episode. Man. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Complaining about a show takes a really long it time. Does. We really we really <laughs> tore into this one too. And it deserves it. It deserves it. It's uh not the strongest episode. Very cool stuff in it. Cool ideas. Like even like I I mean I tore into the Caleb stuff pretty hard in the first half of this episode. It's still good. Like the Caleb stuff's still good. It just yeah. you have to suspend a lot of disbelief. The fucking this this sea shit, absolute trash. The Bernard stuff, great. I love Bernard. You give me Bernard all day. But everything yeah. else about the rebels and like how they operate is such fucking dog shit. Dude, where when when the J and C fight was happening, where the fuck are the rest of the rebels? Well, one's locked up in a room. First gunshots going up, like. Yeah, but there was a bunch of other other people, and they know there's two fucking robots in their uh, midst. Well, they're tied up, you know, too. They're tied up. I don't know. <laughs> the only one not tied up is me. In chairs. It could be that Jay killed them already. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Well, that's it for that. Uh, <laughs> do you have any thoughts uh, about your predictions or anything about the... Uh, what is it? The next, the next on? on my my. Big I know prediction. we see uh, 
takes you to Halorises. Do we? That was also in the very beginning season trailer. Oh, I missed that. Yes. It's fucking... I have no idea what to think about this. Like, is the uh, is Christine actually like a, a hail in a simulation? Like, ready to be born as a new hail? But that doesn't make... That doesn't really make I, sense. I don't know. I'm just kind of throwing that uh, out there, but... I don't know why there'd be two hails. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, hail now. And this, so there's hail. So there's hail and hail. And they're looking at each other. And one of the hails has a knife. And she's holding it down to her side. And their hairstyles are different. So their hairstyles are also different this whole season, in a sense. In certain points, uh, you know, in different scenes. There have been multiple hails this entire time. So that's what I'm... I think so. Oh, good call, Mike. Yeah. Good call. It's it's kind of weird. We'll have to so I wonder if we I don't skim know. through if we'll see like how many like maybe Yeah, so maybe there's one with Christina and then there's one in the city and then there's yep. one with Caleb. Mhm. Yep. Yeah, there's like evil hair where like she has her hair up, you know. And then there's another one where her hair is kind of long, but it's like it's not braided, but it's, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. tied off, like, you know, at certain points, and it's long. So, I don't, I don't know. So, Mike's yeah. prediction is multiple hails are happening. Well, that's not really a prediction. I mean, they show well, me it, so. We <laughs> don't know I the don't context. Know who, but I wish I knew any idea who, yeah. But I think our prediction is not, not mul- that I, I think our prediction that we just came up with is there's been multiple hails the entire time this season. Yeah, um, that is definitely my theory for the next episode is that this next Caleb that she printed out 389, 388, 379, 279. Jesus Christ. Fuck. What are numbers? Yep. 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 I think this Caleb is going to be a man in black type Caleb. I don't think she's I don't think she's going for the full like memory recollection thing this time around. Uh, mm-hmm. especially since you mentioned she's being more seductive with her wake up, Caleb. Um, I think this is going to be the one that gets sent for. She says a different. Yeah. This is the one that gets sent for C. Yeah. I think she'll use him as like an actual killer yes. robot. Yeah. This is. Yeah. I think she's done with this. The, Caleb. Finding out what this Caleb do. is her replacement for William. Oh yeah. Cause really William is probably on the run. Robot mm-hmm. William. Uh, what do we call him? Uh, <laughs> not business. Oh, there, there's yeah. business time, William. What? And then there's uh, murder, William or Westward. I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Either way, uh, the robot, William, you know, I think is, you know, question the nature of his reality. I he's think on he's, the run uh, because we do see a scene with away. him. I think he's going to head to the sublime. We see, well, yeah, we see a scene with him at the Hoover Dam at, in the cowboy get up. Yeah. Right. Oh, and isn't uh, isn't Lawrence supposed to be in I this? I Lawrence think. Was, I, isn't one of the like the little clips is like where it looks like Man in Black is it's shooting him in the head. Is is Lawrence the mole? I think you didn't you predict that before. Uh, I, I or that Lawrence is part of the rebel. Prediction was that there's another, either another resistance, or maybe it's tied to the same resistance that's led by DeLawrence. 
and yep. Maya has, and Maya oh, yeah, is yeah. somehow tied yep. into that. Oh, okay. I think Christine, I think the Christine stuff is absolutely in a simulation. I think it's a simulation that Bernard talked about how Hale made hosts. They, she used a simulation first mm-hmm. to make them, you know, that way they weren't babies, I guess, when they were born into the right. real world in a sense, you know, like, you know, they could live a very long life before they could uh, go into yeah. the real world. I Entirely guess. possible. Um, so that'll do it for this week. Um, reminder yeah. next week. Let's end this. Mike, yeah, Shall let's we? end this. Uh, Mike is out next week. So um, I think Sarah said she might help me out with this next set in this, ugh, this next episode. So that will be fun. All right. At least part of it. Um, so it'll be nice to have her back on. Uh, so we'll probably be recording later in the evening after the kid goes to bed. Um, and I don't know if there's going to be actual video. Well, I'll still <laughs> upload it to YouTube, but I don't know if there's going to be video because I can't record uh, multiple people in this in my studio space anymore. It's not really set up for that. So we might have to like record at a dining room table or something. So we'll see how it goes. And I don't even know if Sarah wants to be on camera. So there's, there's that to contend with, but yeah, I'm definitely still, we're definitely still doing an episode in lieu of Mike being in Dolly world. (laughs) Oh, hopefully I don't come back a robot. Oh man. Hopefully you don't come back. If you do come back with Dolly's lower half and your head. Jolene, uh, Maduta, Jolene. Oh, I'm begging of you. Please don't take my brain ball. (laughs) <laughs> hey everybody keep questioning the nature of and, your reality uh, kick a chair until next week hey if you made it this far into the show let me just say thanks it means a lot that you take the time to listen to us goof around and we'd love to hear from you and let us know how we're doing consider leaving us a review on apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you leave your podcast reviews and reach out on any of our various social media channels links in the description 